Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, hello there, and you join us here today to talk about the watch market. Will Rolex prices keep dropping? What's going on? What should you buy? We're going to find out. Tom, um, as the closest person I know to Scrooge McDuck, uh, you've hoarded many of your millions into the watch industry. So I'm sure you're particularly keen to know what the market is doing, right? I mean, currently all my assets are tied up in Seikos at the minute, but I am looking to cash out <laughs> and maybe get myself a Rolex. Well, you and the viewer and listener might be wondering why this really has any relevance to them. What do they care what the market is doing? I think this is a generally an interesting thing to do to see what the state of play is. Now, I'm no investment advisor, so do not take any of this as investment advice, but it's certainly interesting, I think, to see where we're at with stuff. And I want to start with Rolex, because Rolex, as of March 2022, did a naughty thing. It fell right off that cliff and uh, landed in a big pool of icky sticky, and people didn't want to buy them no more. Do you remember that happening, Tom? Yeah, vaguely. There was a little bit of hubbub going around and people were worried. I mean, th see, this is what I kind of struggle with is like, were the people that were annoyed by this were people that bought, you know, brand new RRP and then suddenly it wasn't kind of, you know, they wanted to flip it immediately and they weren't going to get as much return as they were hoping for? Like, why why would it, why would that, that price drop off really matter? I mean, that's I, isn't that just the danger of buying as an investment instead of just buying a watch to enjoy it? Well, exactly, 100%. And to be honest, the, the purchase of Rolex as an investment has kind of soured things for people who want to buy Rolexes to enjoy. That's not to cast any aspersions on anyone who does buy them for investment, but it, it has changed the landscape. And really what we're looking at here, because the RRP has consistently grown, most of the watches sell for over RRP. It's really what they have sold for that's the problem. And if you can't get one at RRP, you might really, 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 really want one and want to be able to purchase one at a pre-owned price, but still know that you're not going to lose everything as soon as you've made that purchase. So I'm glad to say for those people who really do want a Rolex and are willing to pay over the odds to get one, that we've seen not just a levelling out over the last few months, but a little bit of growth as well. I'm sure, Tom, uh, as a potential Rolex investor yourself, you're quite pleased to hear that. Yeah, well, you say that, but actually this whole graphs going up and down and insatiable ADs that demand all sorts of things from me, I don't want to buy a Rolex anymore. I'm, I'm over it. It's just too complicated. It's too much of a minefield. 
I might get a Tudor. That's where people go when they don't want Rolex, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's take a look at Tudor because Tudor wasn't um, invulnerable to the same impact that Rolex had over the last year. And again, we're also seeing that we're a little bit of movement up and down, but we're generally seeing that Tudor has leveled out as well. There are a number of pieces that have held a higher premium over new, but generally it is a really stable brand. That's the vibe you get from Tudor, isn't it? It's just sensible and stable. That's fantastic. I don't want there to be a sudden rush for people investment buying Tudors. I want prices to just be normal and you buy a watch because you want to enjoy it. You don't buy a Tudor because you can, you know, maybe hock it later on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just that kind of depresses me a bit. It's the ideal situation, really, is that you can buy a watch, enjoy it for a few years and sell it a few years later for exactly what you paid for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and everyone sure. wins there. It's, it's kind of no one... In, in the situation with the investment where stuff goes up, some people win and some people lose. But in this case, with Tudor, if it stays nice and level or grows just with uh, general inflation, not the mega inflation we've been seeing, but normal inflation, then actually it all just sort of stays level and it stays about right. And that's what happened to Rolex because it was a watch that was affordable to many people and now isn't because it's grown above inflation. Yeah. Whereas Tudor seems to be righting that wrong a little bit, which is really, really cool. But let's also have a look, Tom, at some of the big hitters in the market that caused this. We saw the Nautilus and the Royal Oak getting really up there in peaks and then taking a tumble. I think if we can see some change there, then we'll know that the market overall has started to come around. So looking at Patek Philippe, now I know, Tom, I know you've got all the Patek Philippe's you already need, so this isn't necessarily relevant to you. Yeah. But we can see that it's starting to level out. Which is great. I'm sure the Nautilus is always going to be contentious, but it means that people can enjoy the Calatravas and the this and that and the other that aren't Nautilus. And for you and I, it means that generally the market is less chaotic. That's what we want. When we put a few thousand or even a few hundred into a watch that we we like, we want to know that the market isn't going to do something really erratic and bite us on the butts. The only time I want to lose money on a watch is when I've you know dropped it and cracked the crystal on a building site and <laughs> not serviced it for 10 years. Then maybe, maybe I might accept slightly under RRP for it. <laughs> I mean, it is worn by a YouTube celebrity. So <laughs> up, up, yeah. up. It's got poo carefully bum engraved on the back. <laughs> um, Audemars Piguet is the same as Patek Philippe. We're seeing it leveling out too, which is a general good sign for the market. Uh, I'm sure there are many people who hoped it would come down even further than that so APs would get back to where they once were, but I, I'm pretty certain that's not going to be the case. The Royal Oak is still a very, very hot watch, just not as hot as it was, but at least it's level. But Tom, you might be thinking Rolex, AP, Patek Philippe, I'm not going to buy any of those, they're way too expensive. I'm more interested in some of those more usual brands. What are the Moonswatch prices? That's what I want to know about. Moonswatch is just in a league of its own, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> let's not get into that. So here's where this gets interesting, because a lot of people who have turned away from Rolex, gone to Tudor perhaps, as you suggested, but also have started looking at Omega, not the Moonswatch yeah. necessarily, but the Moonwatch, the uh, Seamaster, because those watches you can buy. Yeah, that's a Brucey bonus to be able to just walk into a boutique and walk away with a watch that day without having to arm wrestle the AD or whatever, naked. 
I mean, what an absolute privilege, really, to be able to enjoy a watch brand new at your leisure. And then also to be able to purchase that watch pre-owned for slightly less than RRP in most cases. That seems like the rightful balance of things. And because Omega has that, we have seen a return to norm a lot more quickly. So the crash wasn't as great for Omega, but also the return to growth has happened a lot sooner. And we have seen since... Uh, November last year, really growth in Omega. Omega is a really, really good place to safely and securely put your watch purchasing pennies. That's not investment advice. Yeah. <laughs> but also, don't do that. Just buy it for fun. Buy it because the speed... Did you know the, you should buy it because the Speedmaster went to the moon? That was the moon watch. What? I you might not know that, yeah. But you see the same trend across uh, a lot of those brands that typically people might consider secondarily to Rolex. You see the same thing with Cartier that's also been going up since November. Same with Breitling, a really big return to form there. IWC as well, that's been creeping up. What about Hublot? That's a brand that has uh, taken a bit of a knock to its pride, I would say. How, how, is that, how are those prices doing? Because that's something I want to see massive returns on uh, for my fullest purchase. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Tom, because funnily enough... <laughs> Hublot is on the up. Hublot has uh, has been recovering back up. Who'd have thought it? Defiant. So there you go, dear viewer and listener. That's a quick look at the watch market as of now. Hopefully some positive things. We're not going to see Rolex Daytonas coming all the way back down to RRP, but we have seen some things like Submariners and GMTs getting a little bit closer. What do you think is going on? Are you pleased or are you not? Let us know in the comments below. And with a massive thanks to Watch Charts for sharing this data, check them out over on watchcharts.com. And we will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 